to. Wait a minute. Before we get started, let me put. Let me hit recording. Uh, no, wait. Let me uh set the environment and tell people to shut the fuck up. So you know, sound doesn't get through. Give me a second. Just Diablo. Yeah, dude, that's it. That shit is, man. I can't wait to start Diablo. I think there's no like incentive to start that shit early, right? Like, I'm not gonna get like 2K'd where if I don't start early, people will be better than me and I won't have a good time. No, you'll be fine. Like, PvP is only available in very certain areas. You don't have to engage in it. And ultimately, the seasons haven't started, so it's not a big deal. All right, cool. Because what I think I want to do is finish Tears of the Kingdom and then start Diablo. Yeah, you like honestly, until season one drops, you're really fine. Um, the only like the only people that are playing beforehand are really figuring out what builds work, um, you know, playing through the MSQ as fast as possible. So you don't have to do it again. Those kind of things. Uh, but mm-hmm. once the season starts, they reset all that shit anyways. Like your your character, your seasonal character won't be able to have access to what your main character did. The only thing you'll be able to do is skip the MSQ. All right, so explain the seasons to me. What's the what's the allure of having a season pass for this type of game? So uh, we don't really know about the season pass yet. We don't have a lot of information. But essentially, the way Diablo runs its seasons is you have a, a seasonal character that you set up. And during that time, you just play like whatever those characters are, right? So say all your characters are like season two guys um, or season one guys for the season that's coming out. They won't have access to the stuff you have on your characters that are non-seasonal, but they will have other benefits Everybody. like... Um, probably the renown level will probably carry over because it gives you points your potions things like that um and then you're just ladder racing for the fun of it right like there's no real goal other than ladder racing and if you don't really care about ladder racing everybody's going to be playing season anyway so you might as well just get in on it for the fun of it um but it'll unlock stuff in the season pass the free season pass is the only part of the pass that has stuff that impacts gameplay so you don't have to buy it if you don't want to. You'll still get the gameplay portions of it. Uh, all the rest of the stuff on the season pass is all cosmetic fun shit, right? Like stuff that doesn't impact your gameplay, won't set you nasty ahead, anything like that. It'll be like, here's a dope full set of armor at level 50 if you buy the season pass kind of thing. Right, okay. right, right. Do I got to get all the altars for it? We don't I mean, know yet. Again? We have we have that's no gonna, idea. That's gonna fucking yet. suck because I, I the reason I stopped playing was like, damn, wait, hold up, season's coming up. Like, there's no purpose we've been getting this, right? I think personally that they're gonna let you keep your altars and your um your extra points, your You're extra renowned. uh yeah, your renown levels. I think they'll let you keep those two, and then everything else you'll have to do again because you don't have to play through the story either, which is gonna make getting this your renown up, up kind of annoying. Uh, yeah. So oh, I, I don't know yet 100. for sure. But even if you do have to get all your fucking, all the altars again, you're going to be running through those areas anyways. It's not really going to matter. Yeah, I'm just going to mm-hmm. do all dungeons and quests and shit. Too. Right, exactly. Yeah, but I hope they give us some good endgame shit. Don't don't leave me fucking hanging after I hit like 70 or 80, right? Yeah, I, I it mean... Just, it just can't be nightmare dungeons. Like, you know, even though Path of Exile has a very repetitive game and stuff, they got some good things in the maps are hella fun whenever you run them so i'm i'm, I'm expecting I mean, a lot 
it, it's gonna be nightmare and the crucible of champions in pvp like that's what d3 d4's uh in game is right now and it's probably not going to change that much in the first season maybe the second season they'll add something different mm-hmm. um but i know they're adding more quests like they're gonna build on some side stories oh for the story um, yeah not because the story really, yeah <laughs> story was good <laughs> yeah 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 so they're gonna build on some shit uh mm-hmm. for sure we just don't quite know yet and we really won't know until the first season but we know that there'll be stories in the season that they're gonna add specifically to like get people to come back and play and then obviously end game will be nightmare dungeons the crucible pvp and then helping your buddies out get up to you so you can farm gear because it's ultimately you're just farming gear i mean that's that's the loop of an arpg you farm gear to find the best gear to get the next best gear until you get the best gear right 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 here's my question y'all finished the story already yes sir damn I stopped yep. uh, trying to level. I just went ahead and just started going around getting all the uh, all the altars. Just so I don't have to worry about that. If like, if uh, for example, like you know, if next season I don't really gotta go get those. So I just get them now. I don't have to worry about it for like you know for never. But mm-hmm. um, I've just been doing that and just like renowned ground grinding before I even try to get to one hundred or whatever the fuck. Because it's not really gonna matter at the end of the day, right? I'm gonna start from scratch, so I just yeah. might as well get the stuff that I can, get the most ach- uh, achievements I can, like or whatever. And then just leave it as is. All right, here's my other question. Do either of y'all have a hardcore game going right now? No. 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 Fuck that, bro. No, no. I have, <laughs> I have no legitimately patience. the worst luck in this game, yeah. okay? I have been playing <laughs> since launch, right? Since Or since the early access launch, right? I have right. seen The Butcher eight times. <laughs> in in my time playing i know people who have not even seen him once and have put in more hours than me this motherfucker hates me and he shows up in every fucking dungeon i do and beats the shit out of me no, i would die in hardcore him. for real dude i would be dead in hardcore no yeah, nah, fucking I shot it. i i lack patience and i misclick a lot and like at least with the necro i feel like i have no room for error and then I take, I have to, like, depending on what I'm fighting or what build I have, I take too fucking long in fights and it's just so fucking annoying. I had, I had to drop course explosion because it was just taking too long to, to get things going. And I still don't know what yeah. I'm going to build. I'm probably going to end up having just go full, like, full actually skeletons and ogres and everything. And just mm, don't do it. Don't do it. Minions are shit right now, dude. Really? Yeah, they're really bad. Go Bone Spear. TikTok is lying to me. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm running, I'm running right now, though, is Bone Spear, Bone Spear, uh, Blood go- uh, Golem, and using the Crepify, the Curse. That's been my my, my move. It's, it's helping, I guess, you know. I killed a couple bosses in Tier 3, but uh, I just need better gear. Fail you, fail you. Is there anything else that, like, needs to be talked about with Diablo that y'all are, like, in love with? Or anything that, that you don't rules. like that annoys you? Also, Megan Fox. Woo wee. Yo, son, son, son. Hey, is there a better team at like marketing than Blizzard? Blizzard every fucking time shows their ass when they put a game out. Like that is some credit I will always give them. They're so good at marketing, especially when they know they have a hit. They'll market the shit out of that thing. Right. Yeah, because like Overwatch 2, like I felt like they kind of marketed it okay, but it feels like they felt like that game was not great. 
they, they knew. feel like they, the opposite. They, they built that shit off of a lie, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They nah, knew. Man. They were like, nah. we are about to lie to these people. We cannot. And we, and we, <laughs> we and cannot we're, we're promote. We're going to make it work. Because the thing is that the whole single player thing is something that's been going on for since like maybe probably like five, six years ago. Probably exaggerating yeah. a little bit there. But I remember because they, the, they did the first event. It was kind of cool, the, the little co-op event or whatever, the hero, the like heroes event or whatever. That was a cool thing to do, right? And then afterwards, I think they didn't do nothing more around that line. They just left it, at, like just left it. There. I think it was like two, two chapters or there. I don't really remember that much. I'm probably just talking shit because it's been so long. But um, they had that going on for a bit, and then afterwards, you know, it was just nothing. You know, radio silence, and then they brought this whole thing up. You know, for the fucking rollout, for like, oh no, we're gonna reduce uh, the we're gonna change the maps. We're gonna bring everybody. Uh, I mean, all the players down to five. Uh, tanks have a bigger role now, and all that. Yada yada. It's just, man. I I really feel bad for for the people that were actually waiting for that. Uh, single that were super stuff. invested, dude. Like, come on, like they were so like they were supporting Blizzard throughout all the fucking all the bullshit shit that was going on. <laughs> like, you know what? Nah, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. the Overwatch team is better. Yada yada yada. Just to get this bullshit to happen, man. It's, it's it's disappointing. But again, like that's what that's this day and age with AAA companies, right? It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, with Diablo, uh, last thing before we intro late is, yo, son, why does Megan Fox still look like that, bro? She <laughs> dude. Holy fuck. Listen, shout out to Megan Fox. I think that whole idea of like, if you send in your death on the road to level 100, um, she'll like talk about it and she'll like make yeah, fun of you or poke fun of you. I think that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good marketing. I'm glad they did a couple streamers because, you know, you got to do somebody who's going to make sure it gets seen by a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I thought it was a nice little touch, like, and it it added all of these funny clips. Like a lot of these clips she's commenting on. If you watch the clip, it's fucking hilarious how some people die. Like they're just openly showing them being bad. Like it's right. so good. There's one where this barbarian legit just like runs into a pack and just gets demolished. And you can <laughs> see as he's going into the pack, it's like, oh, you're about to die. There's no <laughs> thought you're about to get out of this. Dude. It's fire. So the, the last thing I'll say on Diablo 4 is the mm -hmm. only changes I ask for. Make the gym smaller or give me a fucking gym tab in my goddamn bag. Separate sigils and um, what are the elixirs? Because there's no fucking reason that consumables should all be together when you make me carry 100,000 sigils and uh, 100,000 elixirs just drop like candy. And I want them because they give me 5% XP increase, so I'm going to use them. Put them right. separate. Uh, give me a personal stash as well as a shared stash that's in every other Diablo game. Why is it not here? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I have 100 million aspects on one character. Help me! Like, right. what is <laughs> happening? Uh, and make the fucking vendors closer. Why are they all across Timbuktu? Like, this is crazy. Everything else, though? <laughs> Sick. Yeah. So really just some light quality of life shit. Yeah, quality of life shit. Easily right now, right, you cool. have to run to each nightmare dungeon. That kind of sucks, but I don't care. I'll do that. If you give me a gym tab, I'll trade you me running to the nightmare dungeon if you just give me a gym tab. That's it. Wait, you're like, still running? Yeah, you have to still go to whatever the dungeon is that you get the sigil for. You don't got a mount? 
I'm okay. The mount, first off, the mount's shitty. I like, I'm sorry, it's shitty. But two, I thought, I thought it was shitty, but man, sometimes <laughs> it just gets me across. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's fast, it's fast for sure. But it sucks that, like, I'll get a nightmare dungeon that's like, you know, pretty far away, and it's like, okay, I have to go run to this thing. Whereas in, you know, D3, if you had a little dungeon, like a nightmare dungeon pop, mm -hmm. you just pop that thing at town and you went straight to it through a portal. I feel like they. I don't. I think it's probably a lot task. I think they want the world to feel alive. I think they just did it because they want the world to feel alive. That's it. Yeah, right. but uh, as as the nightmare spreads, you should have like some checkpoints where you can actually teleport to instead of having to fucking get there all the time. You know, like you're yeah. fight, you're, fight, you're fighting the 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 hellish forces back right and like around those areas. You know, might as well have like a little base where. If it's not a group of people fighting, it's probably the Templars and uh, the Knights Penitent, whatever the hell they're called, what they're called. Like, have something around there. Like, hey, you can just CP there if you help, help them do some missions, and then, you know. Yes. I honestly don't mind it. I, I don't mind running to the dungeons for Nightmare. I think it's fine. I just wish you gave me a gem tab and you gave me a private stash, oh, yeah. and I'll stop complaining because I yeah. love the game, and I think the gameplay loop is super solid. So. Oh, yeah. All right, dope. So, full wrap everything up on Diablo. Good game. Yeah, good game. All right, I will tap in hopefully within the next couple of weeks whenever I finish Tears of the Kingdom, which we'll talk about after this intro. What's mm. good, y'all? It's Ty from the OC Podcast. I'm here with the homies with a gaming episode, obviously. If you've listened this far in, you know. I am with Ellie. What's good, Ellie? Yo. And I got Sauce with me. What's up, Sauce? Hey, top of the morning. Top oh, of the fucking morning. Even hey, bro. Uh... Oh, wait. We're, we're way far in. I could have said it. Shit. <laughs> yeah top of the morning but um what was i gonna say oh have either of you guys played zelda yet ellie i know you tried to play it on pc play it on pc but i don't know what it is i just i'm just shitty when it comes to dealing with emulators and stuff uh allegedly mm -hmm. um yeah yeah obviously. allegedly allegedly yeah yeah um so i was like you know what this game is actually fun i'm gonna actually go ahead and buy it so i did the right thing and uh, I bought it, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I'm never gonna finish it. Word, there's so much shit to do. I bro. have there's so, much so much fun, just do. dude. I have fun because the thing is, here's the, th the issue with my Switch, right? I have it downstairs, and I just pop it whenever like I'm downstairs, and like my grandmother's watching homework, and like I'm tired of watching this bullshit. I just change it and just like have them watch me play. It sounds kind of messed up, right? But it's they're, they're all fine with it. So I just change that shit, and then I just play for, like a solid thirty minutes, and I just drop it. And it could be me literally just trying to get to this um like just get to like this little small little camp and try to fight these guys or like figure out a puzzle and then i just put the controller to the side and just do something else go back like, to whatever you were doing dude I, I have so much fun just getting into the game and i don't really need to do a whole bunch i don't need to create a big ass freaking robot with a big <laughs> or whatever i just need to get into the game look at the environment and like for some, for somebody that hated Breath of the Wild, I feel like the game is has more life, and yeah, it feels enjoyable after all these years. There's another, there's finally yet another game that gives me that joy. Like, hey, I want to explore. I want to mess around. I want to try to you know to find things and all that stuff. And this game actually gives me that. And hey, man, you know it was Elden Ring. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Like yeah. now it's Tears of the Kingdom, man. This last is great. year, I think. Last year, last yeah. Year, right? Yeah. Dude, this game's amazing, man. I, I'm I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, bro. I 
am in love with this game because I, I loved Breath of the Wild, right? That's one of my favorite games. Um, and I played most of the mainline console Zelda games as well as some of the Game Boy ones and mm-hmm. one of the DS ones. I played Spirit Track. Shout out to Spirit Tracks. Great game. Play it if you haven't. But um, when I started Tears of the Kingdom, you know, it kind of felt like more of the same until right. you get out of that tutorial area and you see, yeah. oh, yeah. shit. This was, world is huge. Let me add that the tutorial area, I think because I played it in the computer, I felt so lost. Yeah. Like just the formatting, like me, like me playing with an Xbox controller, then like just like dealing with the whole like little stutters and stuff, like what the hell is going on? But after I went through it the second time, like I, I'm just like, oh, so this is how this works and all that stuff. Like I don't know what it was. It was probably like a, like a console issue or skill issue, whatever. But that starting area, I feel like they could have made it like the trips a little bit shorter. Yeah, and that was actually my issue with Breath of the Wild too, is that the tutorial area for Breath of the Wild is like an hour long and the tutorial area for Tears of the Kingdom is like an hour long. It feels and, like a whole, a whole new world. Like that's like literally an entire level that you gotta just go through for like ten hours. Right. And the shit is like steadily trying to teach you how to play the game. And I get it, right. you know, it's for a audience that is of all ages, so it has to mm-hmm. teach you how to play the game or whatever but for me i wish there was some way to like signal to the game that i'm an advanced player or that i'm somebody with experience with the previous titles so that i could get like an expedited version of that that would be awesome but into the game game i love how not just like in the complex shit of like people are building cars people are making mechs they're making like these crazy strike zones that are like air to ground it'll drop a little turret on the ground and like shoot up a camp or whatever but there are so many creative solutions to every single problem and like if you think yo this should work like this it probably does and i don't know how they like saw into every player's head and was like yeah no matter how off the wall this thing is that you want to do you're going to be able to do it you're going to get it done that is crazy to me uh, I think the out of, out of everything that we've seen is just basically seeing how these guys militarize militar. Oh, I can't even say the word. But militarize. Yeah, they, thank you. How they just did exactly <laughs> what you just said because I can't fucking pronounce it still. Um, with all the items that they had at their disposal, right? You see guys like having air drones and have like small bots just fall out and then just cause chaos. You got guys making full mechs. Um stealth bombers and all of that like crazy stuff like it's it's like like how did how did they make this happen in this freaking portable console to give us like all this creativity that for example in games like minecraft you got to do a whole bunch of shit and add a whole bunch of mods and stuff just to get that type of like entertainment or movement like how it's 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 like they thought of everything that's my thing because a lot of times in games with like mechanics that build like this Mm -hmm. where it's such a big idea to like use the area around you and use the resources around you to create solutions to problems Mm -hmm. there are like two or three like solutions that the game wants from you right this game obviously there's like a solution that the game wants from you especially for like shrines and dungeons and stuff Mm -hmm. but you don't need to use that one (laughs) like whatever your imagination can make within the constraints works and you don't have to go through it just like the typical zelda way of solving a puzzle you can be all the way off base from like what the devs want you to do and still 
be rewarded for it. They gave and that's you my freedom, favorite. bro. They gave you freedom. I think um I'm not I'm not playing uh, Zelda because I know that I'll either get lost in it or I won't and I'll be mad no matter the outcome. <laughs> so I haven't tapped <laughs> in just yet. Um but I think the the thing that stands out in Zelda is that with this game, I don't think they thought about what every player wants to do. I think they just said, we'll let them do it. And that's mm. the real magic, right? Yeah, I don't exactly. think they like saw that. into every player's brain. I don't think they planned for us to make robots with dicks that flame. <laughs> and fucking like that temple that's all the rage right now that they're showing all the wild roller coasters and shit that people are making to get through it. I don't think yeah. they planned any of that. I think what they did is like, they were like, this is the tool set. And we're going to make this like Kerbal Space Station and all those other games. We're just going to let you do it. Like, what if we just let the player do it, right? right? Who knows what they'll do, but let's just let them do it. Let's make sure that there is a way to do this that like is clever in the game. And let's let a couple people break it in testing. And then let's just go hands off and say, hey, if you can do it, you can do it. There's, there's no, from what I've seen, because I've only watched some playthroughs and stuff, there's no limitation to really what you can do as long as you build right. within the constraints, right? Like the very small things like your energy and stuff like that. But everything else, they're just like, yeah, go for it. I don't give a fuck. Figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I think yeah, that's the magic. Crazy. Like they have a story. They have, you know, all this stuff. But like for the temples, for the puzzles, for the stuff that people go to Zelda for, because it is the story, but they also go for the puzzles and like the uniqueness of those those kind of games they just said let's let them do it and let's go hands off instead of telling them this is the right way we just said do it your way and that's magic like they gave you a, a real true sandbox and said go have fun yeah magic it happened which is the best part because it's not just like oh uh, you got to glitch yourself to make you know to get this to work this way or to have more fun this way now they just give you the tools to like hey that's what you gotta yeah, do it Boom. When I say they peered into the player's mind, it's just like the way that everything works together. Like, even, okay, so one of the cool things, you know, shield surfing in the last game where you would jump and press the shield button, you would, like, mm-hmm. uh, like slide on your shield or whatever, like a skateboard. Right. If you get a mine cart and you attach it to the shield, you can shield surf over things that the mine cart would go over. So, right. like, even just shit like that, it's like, why does everything work together like this? How did y'all think to know that, like, I was going to put the Minecraft with the hoverboard and it's going to go over all these different terrains. And it's going to recharge my batteries. Like, how did you know to let these things go together? And how does none of it break? Like, huh. the game has never glitched on me. The game has never soft locked me out of anything. I probably have like 45 hours in it. Mm-hmm. And it's never given me like an issue with like, yeah, no, this just doesn't work. The only time shit doesn't work is when like, it shouldn't. Like when I build some dumb shit, and it doesn't work <laughs> that's because the game physics don't let it work not right. because like the game is like glitching out and doesn't know what to do with what i've given it the game always knows what to do with the input that i give it which right. is and crazy I, I think i think that's the thing right is like they built their engine like so if you ever played kerbal space uh, station there's really no limits to the way you can build your spaceship but mm-hmm. some spaceships won't fucking fly. Like if you build a dumbass spaceship, it ain't going up. Like that's it, right? There's gravity, there's physics and stuff. And they built all that into the game, but everything else they went, go ham, like have your fun. It feels like Zelda did the same thing. They were like, these are the constraints. There's, you know, instead of gravity, you have this energy, you have this and this. These are the three things you have to figure out for your machine. Everything else, go ham. 
And as long as you have these core concepts and it looks like it should work, it'll work, right? Like that's Kerbal in a nutshell. It's like you look at your spaceship, you make it, you look at it, you're like, I think this thing will fly. And you hit that button and that shit goes up and you're like, damn, bro, I'm a genius. I did this shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking magic. That, I, like the thing that blows my mind about Zelda, even though I just said I haven't tapped in, and again, it's because I know I'm going to get lost in it. More than anything, I know that I'll just sit there and fucking play Bob the Builder for hours and hours on end. But <laughs> the thing that's nuts to me is that they did this in a Zelda game that has a fucking story. Like, yeah. it's not just like an open world and that's it. Like, they built this open world that does this crazy thing, and then also we're like, but there's a game. But there's shit. Yeah, to like do. this is still a game. This is not just like a build simulator. Honestly, the building is like not the first, not the second, but like the third most important thing that you do in the mm-hmm. game, right? That's like the so story is most important, uh, and then like exploring different areas is second most, and then building. And it's optional when you think about <laughs> and it. That's How many crazy. people you see on horses, man? Yeah. yeah, I saw I saw somebody do like a playthrough where they basically built the bare minimum to accomplish things, and mm-hmm. I was like, this motherfucker just played Ocarina of Time in fucking <laughs> in TOTK. Yeah. Like, what the fuck just happened? And you see other people that just like build everything just to get from point A to point B. Obviously, they yeah. did some exploits to get like a whole bunch of battery cells or whatever, but even then man like who just, cares bro yeah, like, so and weird, i mean the game you know, doesn't say like, like yo you can't get a bunch of batteries like <laughs> there's right, nothing it, stopping you yeah, no, yeah it's you a single player game who cares making, yeah, right? you keep on making them and um just seeing like man like all the like compared to breath of the wild right all the options that you have now like you would you'd be you'd be in your horse like just going around trying to find something to do most of the time in breath of the wild Compared to this one, like you just go like over a hill and you got a camp right there. You go over another hill, you probably got a Hinox or like another type of like big boss or event or whatever that you can fight, like one of the big stone golems or something. Or the next one, you got a quest or something. Like, dude, it is so fun just to explore. Yeah. I didn't like it's been a while where I could actually play a game where I'm actually so immersed in, in, in that aspect. Like, um, the day, well, I think the weekend after I bought the game. I spent almost eight hours. It was like me, my mother, and my grandmother. Like they literally spent eight hours just watching me fucking play the game, because like we were so immersed in like all the like between the story and like all the stuff that was going on. It was such a dope experience, man. Like I was like, damn, it's been a while since I actually sat, like even on the couch. Out, out of all things, you guys know I'm like I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, a yeah. computer guy, right? So like I'm always playing on the de- like desktop and stuff. Like to me, sit on a couch and be playing a game for so long and enjoying it. Nah, man. Like it, it's and crazy. that's definitely I'm like a real like that, couch that, that game. experience. I always forget how dope like gaming on a couch is because I don't yeah. have like a TV in my room or anything, mm-hmm. and so I'm always just sitting in like a swivel chair gaming. But being on a couch, gaming on a television is like a whole different experience. It's oh, so all amazing. The, all the open space. I never thought about that till now. You have all yeah, you're just like sitting there. You. It's so much you're more relaxed. Chilling. You're not like crunched up. <laughs> when you're in a room, yeah, you feel like you're just being like not claustrophobic, but you feel like you're just like in a box, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting how different spaces can give you different feelings for like whenever you game and stuff. That's actually yeah, something that so I've been playing the game and uh, I've been playing the handheld a lot because in handheld, mm-hmm. I can just sit on the couch or I can lay in bed or whatever. Right. And the game still runs pretty fine on handheld, yeah. so I don't have like issues with that. The first um, week, go ahead. Uh, first week I took it to work. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I, mean, I was like, I was taking 15 minute breaks and I take like probably an extra two, three minutes. Like I just got hired and shit, but I was like, fuck it. 
right now. I'm staying a little bit in the car. Because I go. Hey, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Anybody listening? Allegedly, 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 allegedly. I got your back. I got your back. For 15 minutes, I could just like I could be like lost in a puzzle or something. I would move for like two, three feet or whatever, and that was like the most fun I had in the entire day. I couldn't wait mm-hmm. for the next 15 minute break or the ne- or after lunch or whatever just to get back in the car just to fucking play the game. Dude, yeah. So good. <laughs> and uh, the last thing that I'll praise this game for before we move on to uh, SGF is the side quests. In Breath of the Wild, the side quests are garbage. Mm-hmm. But hit. in this game, the side oh, quests are at least like normal game side quest level, mm-hmm. and that's all I need from a game like this. And all the characters, like I know obviously you don't get like a whole bunch of voice acting on obviously side quest stuff, but the yeah. dialogue from the characters feels so alive, bro. Yeah, it tells you so much oh, about the world. Like, Oh my god, I love it, man. Like, there's this one uh, quest where it's a, gir- uh, it's a girl, like, in the river. I don't know what a- area it is exactly. But she has, like, a whole bunch of plushies or, like, inflatable things in her cart. And you scare her. I mean, you, you scare her and the horse or whatever. And all the shit just flies into the water. And you got to pick it up and stuff. But just seeing, like, all the dialogue that she had before. Because she, she didn't notice, like, you were there. And, like, she had, like, a whole bunch of dialogue. Hey, like, I'm going to sell these. You know, I probably got to have, like, a uh, like a better attitude or whatever. It, it was so cool you know it's like little dumb things like that just make me happy nowadays and it's great man (laughs) yeah no i feel that for sure um but yeah if y'all want to get into summer games fest i feel like we were talking about something interesting in summer games fest before we started recording but i can't remember what it was so what's your guys highlight i'll start with sauce uh what game are you looking forward to the most um, okay well i Y'all know I want to say Spider-Man 2 so fucking bad, bro. But I'm going to I will pick I will pick a different game because I feel like the two that are obvious are Mortal Kombat and Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually pretty fucking hype for the new Alan Wake. I think that game looks sick. I miss like that Silent Hill feeling of right. video games, which to me Alan Wake was always more like a Silent Hill and not like a Resident Evil. Right. Um so I'm excited for that. I like the idea of like telling two different stories. I'm curious if it really is going to be the way they're describing it, where it's like okay. they're essentially going through the story that Alan Wake is writing while he's doing his whole thing. Like, that's fucking cool. And if they can pull that off, I think that'll be like one of the coolest ways to storytell in a horror game that we've right. seen. It's very unique. It's like totally on their own. Um I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's been a long time since Alan Wake too, so I, I I'm I'm ready for Alan Wake too. I'm, I, I love how like I was watching it from my phone, right? And I wasn't even watching like vertical, uh, like horizontal or anything. It was like the little uh, PIP thing on the screen while I was like talking to you guys on Discord. Mm-hmm. So I was in the corner, and those two times when the like when the deer, uh, like cause the ruckus inside of the like the gas station or whatever. That shit scared oh, yeah. me. Oh yeah, that was already yeah. one jump. And then when that fucker just burst through the freaking wall like the kool-aid guy dude i, I was like damn like he jumped again dude that was a fucking work man i was about to fucking scream like a little girl you know so that shit yeah had me, for like, real. had me tight so I, like knowing that that game is going to give me that type of feeling like uh, that's an instant cop for me and also yeah the i think alan wake, it's fucking alan wake right yeah i'm de- I'm, de- I'm, de- I'm totally on board <laughs> yeah i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna try to figure out if i can stream for that one and i might stream yeah. alan wake because i think i'm gonna oh, yeah. be fucking jumping around everywhere freaking I'm out on, and then that's and that's like the good shit right there man yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. The streets need a stream for surely, for surely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll work on it. I don't know if it'll run on my PC. That's the only thing. Like, I don't really want to stream off my hey, my PS4 or PS5, but shit, if I got to, I got to, you know? Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, 
mean, it works. It's works. It's, it's still a good good way of streaming shit. So yeah. If y'all don't know, Sauce's PC is uh, older than me. So. Yep. It sure is, <laughs> dude. It's struggling in Diablo, bro, but it's kicking. Hey, we kicking. <laughs> as long yeah. as it runs, forget about the rest. Yeah, for yeah, real, for real. <laughs> when it all the cutscenes look down. good, baby. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellie, what is the game that caught your eye? If anything, like... Do you feel like this was a good presentation? Do you feel like it was a bad presentation? Well, I think I think um, hmm. I'll, I'll give you two. Oh, that's what we were talking. I'll, about. I'll give you a good and I'll give you yeah, a bad one, right? To uh-huh. me, the bad one out of all of this, and I'll probably get some hate for this. Um, it's that I'll probably get some hate from from my our dear friend Sauce. It's that toxic commando shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm I think sorry. that's. I think it's. I feel like. Horde style type of game, so you have a whole bunch of things just coming at you. I think that shit's already way too played out. I, th- I feel You're like it's it. lazy. Yeah, it, it's it's done for me. I'll do but... you one further. I'm tired of zombie games in general. Mm. I'm All done right. with zombies. I'm done okay. with zombies. You know, you know what? That that's fair. I'll, I'll I'll accept that as well. Now, to me, um, the game, even though like we were kind of expecting this, we just didn't know when, given the whole Final Fantasy uh, 16 release. It's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, like so, no, I knew no you were picking that shit. Yeah, of course, of man. Course. But this is the main thing, right? But I got a sleeper, and I think uh, Sauce is with me as well. Um, it's that uh, that Doom-like type of game that's with magic. Yes, third, you know, bro. Let me, get, let me get the name just to be fair. Immortals of Avia. I feel like it's gonna have the funniest <laughs> yes, dialogue third, in history, bro. but I feel like it's gonna be a really fun game because it has that game yeah, it has a little mix of Bullet Storm, like a little mechanic that we saw, and I love Bullet Storm. It's like a probably like a B-rated game. Not I say B-rated, but like you know from A to A to F. But right. this one, I feel like it's gonna have a nicer twist and stuff. It's probably gonna be like instance. I call it instance, but I mean like it's gonna be like levels or whatever. I'm cool with that, right? It's like yeah, dude, on the rails. It's, it's I think pure level type of gameplay as well, but it's fun as shit. So I feel like I'm gonna get the same feeling from this one. I don't need the gore and all that stuff, but the game itself just looks fun. So I'm in, I'm in there. Cool. I think I had, I think I had gotten mad at the presentation at that point. Yeah, you literally had tapped out right before they dropped that. Because I was like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. That shit was hard. Here's my thing, all right? I am tired of a few things in gaming. I'm tired Mm. of zombie games. I'm tired of, like, medieval fantasy dragon shits. If I never see another dragon in a game, I will be happy. I don't get it. I'm tired of, like, every time you want a character to be in, like, a desolate situation, it's either a cabin in the woods, a desert, or space. I just mm. I just feel like there's got to be some better settings for these games Bro. and some better, like, situations to put the player in. You some type what, of Simon? unique situations. I agree with you. Appreciate that. I'll, I'll join you on that. This is what bugs me, bro. I get where you're coming from, right? But they're like, you're describing games that are like, there are the thing you are looking for in this fucking uh, summer games fest when you complained and like tapped out. Like, desolate situation under the waves, bro. Like, they literally showed you a game that's underwater, which is not a cabin, it is not space, and it is not a desert, bro. Like, that's fair. That's I don't fair. No, 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 but, but that part is fair. But I think what he means more is that I, I think it's not that there are like little games that have that. I think it's more like the amount 
of games yeah, that are some, being put out. They're popular in tropes, though. I like, saw no, six games with dragons in it. Why did I need to see six games with dragons yeah, in bro, it? Yeah, bro. Why does every blockbuster have the rock? Because the That's shit works, crazy. bro. Like, it works. No, but it works, like bro. It sells, and they make you the other games. Like they make you the other games. On the rock is now, bro. The narrative on the rock is, yo, he's the worst wrestler turned actor. John Cena and Dave Bautista are putting him under the fucking table because. But they are better, huh? But they're better actors. Like that has nothing to do. Like I get where you're coming from, but they are better actors. Because he can't act, bro. He's not good at it. Like, he knows. He knows what he is as an action star. He's there to make money. He right. wrestled to make money. Now he acts to make money. He does everything to make money. All he cares and about is money. And that's my point bro. going back to these games. So, like, if they are like that to get the lowest common denominator and make money, what is interesting about them? Obviously, there were but some dope a- indies. There were some dope triple A's, even. I don't want to sound like I hated this... Uh, like I hated the summer games fest shit, but I but just you got was tired. hating on it, dude. You were. <laughs> I was tired, like, they bro. showed us. They showed us games that were different, though. Like Witchfire yeah. is different. Remnant Two is different than what you described. Like uh, Immortals of Avium, Under the Waves. Like, there's a whole bunch of like Even that, uh, big Toriyama games. Shit. What was the Toriyama joint called? Uh, Sandland. Desert, oh, Sandland. Sandland. Yeah. Sandland. Which is in a desert. Yeah. That's the only reason it I didn't bring it up. Desert, <laughs> but it's not like an isolated situation, though. Right. Right. You know? Right. So I'm cool with it. But... I feel like they. I feel like, and Banishers as well is totally different than the rest of those. But like, I also, I've, also... I've... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. no. Go... I was just gonna say, I feel like they. You're always gonna get the tropes. Like yeah. there are tropes that are gonna exist every year. We're gonna get a zombie game every year. We're gonna get a fantasy game that where you kill a dragon. Like mm-hmm. people love that shit, and that's why you keep getting it. But you'll always get a whole bunch of games that subvert that genre. Like. Okay. The majority of the games at Summer Games Fest subverted that genre, but you did have those tropes come in, and they're gonna come in. And you you gotta also recognize that after E3's fall, we have all these, uh, you know, major companies that are like, you know what, now we're just gonna do our own thing, right? You know, Summer Games Fest got access to what people wanted to present on there, right? Because, you know, we we got caught because it's fucking Blizzard at the end of the day, right? We didn't get nothing for Xbox. We didn't get nothing on Starfield. We didn't get nothing on on all the other stuff they got over there. We got yeah. Spider Man for what it is because it's a big fucking hit. But but um, and we got two pictures and three sentences. Yeah. So right, right, right. <laughs> well, and Spider Man, all they did was release the date. They knew yeah. that they were just gonna drop the date on us. That's well, it, right? Minute, but, like yeah. that trailer just dropped the date. Showcase already, right? So it, yeah, they, they, they did. Yeah. They don't really need to do this. Yeah, same exactly. Shit over here in, in Summer Game Fest, right? Right, and right. then so these other companies. Back, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned. Uh, Sai, you mentioned the topic that we were talking about before we got into it. The thing that we were talking about was um, the situation with Summer Games Fest, right? And, like, Mm. people who are disappointed with the games reveals in general. And the thing that I brought up is that in this day and age, if you get a gameplay reveal, that means that we already know that game is coming. There's almost never a point in which they, they like, announce a game and give us gameplay as well as like a sick ass cutscene. It doesn't happen. And we have no idea that the game is coming. Right. right. So, so, and it takes the steam out because you've already heard about this game. Cause that was a big thing that we had when we were going, like I had another fin- friend group that was talking about summer games fest and they would complain when a game they already knew about came up on the screen, even if we got gameplay and it's like, bro, but you know that the only way we get gameplay is if you see that the game is coming, like the, the secrets don't work anymore. Yeah. 
we don't have no secrets because we we don't have like set release dates where people are going to show everything that's the downside of losing e3 is that right. people used to hold on to shit close to their chest and then wait till e3 and drop it there so it was a big deal but now you have like the sony games thing and the nintendo games thing they want to drop their everybody own. has a direct everybody yeah has everybody so has a direct and on the they're shit. sending their scraps over to summer games yeah. but last year's summer exactly. games Fest was crazy because nah, <laughs> one company that doesn't do that shit is capcom capcom they're gonna announce their shit at whatever the big gaming convention presentation style thing is they don't usually announce it like PlayStation, whatever. Even though Capcom and PlayStation, fuck with no, each they, other. they did that shit at Evo, right? Um, for Street Fighter yeah, Six. Street Fighter Six, yeah. Summer Games Fest. We saw the first gameplay of Street Fighter Six in Summer Games Fest. Right, but they announced more it at Evo. I Evo. Yeah. They announced a release date at Evo, but oh, Evo came oh, after yeah, Summer Games Fest. It is a Spider-Man joke. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought I thought Evo was in June. No, I think it was Tech. No, Evo's in August. Was, no, I think it was Tech and Sauce. Oh, that they, that they okay. did the announcement there afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Tech but and it Tekken was might have been at Combo Breaker. I can't remember, but it was at one of those. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I one of the two. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. But it was speaking a big crowd, of fighting big crowd, games. Huge crowd, huge crowd. I remember, yeah, huge I remember, crowd. And I remember people who care. the presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of people who care. But speaking of fighting games, I'm not really an MK fan like that. It's not usually my cup of tea. I don't really like the animations, nor just like fatalities do anything for me but this new joint this new joint looks fire this Listen, is not my pick for I, the game I was that stood out work, the most part. and i was listening to the blood splatter and all that stuff and i was like uh, damn man you know well, this might be part of oh, this might be my time to actually buy another fighting game and see what's up <laughs> i've never seen mortal kombat look that smooth in my life ever nowhere near mm. and i've never seen the combos go from the ground to the air back to the ground and continue and then they that's, added like this. That's normal in, in, in Mortal Kombat, right? That's not. That's no, new, right? all those combos are nah, on the ground. Yeah. I'm gonna wall bounce you 17 times. Like mm-hmm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. ground bounce you 17 times. I'm gonna hit you OTG 17 times. But mm. nah, it was like I can't remember who it was. I think it was Sub Zero. He launched somebody. Then he did a dive kick, and he continued the combo after the dive kick into an assist call. And I was like. What game am I looking at? Yeah. <laughs> is this Marvel? Is this Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm normally not like an assist fighter person. It, I'm right. not. I'm not really. I don't really play like fighting games like that. But I especially don't like assist and tag based type. Um, yeah. But I think the the way they're using this cameo concept is fucking sick, dude. And I love that the cameo roster is different from the main roster. That shit is yes. hard. Like that is gonna be fun as fuck because now the the roster's still a mystery. That's what's exactly. crazy. They oh, showed about that too. They characters. showed the roster was only four people, right? Oh, yeah, and there's a couple we know for sure. Like we know Molina's coming. We know Katana's coming. We know Kinsman's coming. Uh, we don't uh, even we know, know Jax is coming. Uh, Jax is only in the cameo. He's oh, only yeah, in the cameo. Oh. Yeah, so we don't know if we're getting Jax. We don't actually know if we're getting Sonya because she's not in any combat other than cameos. Like, we don't know the cast now. Yeah. It's crazy because of and because of the cameos. Kano, we don't know if we get to play Kano. Yeah. And I think my hard read is, even if characters are going to be in the cast and be cameos, I think they're going to be different. So yes. you know how he, Ed Boom said, you can play as Sub-Zero, assisted by Sub-Zero? I think... Mm-hmm. The Sub Zero in the game, like the main character Sub Zero, is going to have a totally different move set than Cameo Sub Zero. They're going to do different things. 
Yeah, it's not going to be yeah. like. Oh, I remember that. That's right. Because I think the, I the, think... the cameo ones are going to be the ones from past games. So yeah, the vintage yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, okay, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Pretty sick. I so think they're going to have some I'm vintage curious. moves, and they always, you know, they always overhaul these characters' uh, move sets to some extent. So, mm-hmm. as I think it's going to be like both an evolution for the characters that are going to be playable, while still giving you the moves that you remember from when you played Mortal Kombat, whatever the fuck your Mortal Kombat is. And I think that's super dope. I think that's super it also, dope. It also looks like we, we might get, I don't know for sure, but it looks like we might get two supers. We might get your regular X-ray, and we might get an assisted yeah. X-ray. If mm, you get two different ones, that is the hardest shit I've ever seen. Especially if they, they do they like two it. different things. Yeah, because they, they like, showed some of them, right? Like, they showed the one where... Yeah. Sub Zero does some shit, and then Scorpion comes out of nowhere and fucking uh, does his get over here and gets the guy in the neck and fucking drags yeah, him to the floor. I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck's happening? Because to me, I okay, this is awesome, like real nerd shit for a quick second, and uh, maybe we'll talk about Street Fighter Six. I haven't played much Street Fighter Six, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But one thing that I really like about fighting games right now is all these games are forcing you to make decisions whether you're on offense or on defense. So what I mean by that is, hopefully in this game, you'll be able to choose if you want to end your combo with a super, with an x-ray or or whatever the case may be, one of the x-rays might push them far away. And that might be good for if you need to zone, if you want to chip your opponent out, whatever. And then the other one might leave them close so you can mix them up or whatever the case may be. And I hope that is what it is because I love when a game makes you make a fucking decision. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to run the same offense the same way into the same thing every time. I want it to be situational based on how much meter I have, how much health I have, how much health they have, how much meter they have. Like, every single, like, resource and game state could warrant a different situation. And so that's what I really hope for. That I think Street Fighter does really well. I think Strive did it really well, and I hope that Mortal Kombat does it super well. I'm, 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 I'm definitely waiting for those tournaments to pop up, man. Oh my um, god! I'm you know be, they're gonna be paying money. Oh my god! Street Fighter <laughs> Six Anybody is gonna be good. Money. Mortal Kombat's gonna be good. Shit, Bro, the man. Street Fighter tournament at DreamHack Fighters. Holy fuck, bro! On day I'm one, mad, though, like the day out, the game bro. came I'm out, essentially. One bro, go watch. Just watch the replay because it is out of control, bro. I'm definitely checking that after. Shout, shout outs to my guy, fucking the Hawaiian shirt man, oh. dude. What oh, a Hawaiian G. shirt man, go 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 go. Fucking go, bro. Playing DJ, let's fucking go, dude. Yo, DJ is oh, nuts. That's my character. Of, of, of oh, DJ. God bless, bro. DJ's so sick. Dude, I'm still thinking about it, man. I might probably end up getting Street Fighter Six because you know I, I don't know, it man. Looks we got good, a lot of guys bro. getting it in the uh, Discord. Yeah, it looks good. Has it a couple other guys? I saw Darth. I I saw Darth just log in right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might, I might have to tap in for Street Friday because that shit looks fun. Even though I'm I'm dog shit. I'm I'm gonna wait till Black Friday, man, because I know it's a game that's gonna be lasting for a while. So I'm, I'm yeah, that game is gonna last for literally years. I'll buy, I'll buy. And on Black Friday, on Black Friday, you'll probably be able to get it for like forty bucks, and then the battle pass afterwards, or whatever the fuck they sell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like either forty plus the battle pass or sixty with the battle pass. You know what I mean? I'm game. So, I'm game. Either way, I, I'm that'll just be pretty glad, cool. 
all these creators from like Street Fighter are back now that there's a new game. Like Bay Rudy's back, oh my fucking God. Mike's back, fucking oh, Justin yeah, Wong making mad videos. Like, oh, dude, it, no, we're that's back. Not, that's not Daigo hit the double parry on fucking stream. <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out to <laughs> Justin. He, he said, cooked, he, said so he literally said, he, <laughs> he, he was like, let's go, Justin, while he parried. It's <laughs> <Just> crazy, <laughs> bro. Sauteed that boy, oh, man. I'm like, oh, that mother, Justin is never playing Chun Li again, right? <laughs> no, that's the other thing. Justin was playing Manon, right? And then I go to the stream last night. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a secondary Chun Li." I was like, "Huh? No, you can never bro. get me to touch that character again." And even no, you know, Justin, he still plays all those old games. He's dusty, so mm-hmm. you'll like pull up, ah, you'll pop in on his stream and you'll see him playing like Third Strike still, and he still plays Chun. That shit is crazy. That's crazy, bro. I never touched this shit. <laughs> the man again, has bro. a stronger heart than me. For real, bro. That is a strong man. And I, I saw I saw that shit and I was like, nah, fuck it. I gotta go watch the old video again. Fuck that. I went <laughs> back there and watched that shit like two times. I sent it to a friend, like, yo, this is why I love esports, bro. And I sent him that shit. He was like, What the fuck is happening? Let's go, Justin. That's really one of the best moments of gaming ever. Because you don't even have to know what the fuck is going on to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, for real. Like, and then you figure out what's going on. Somebody explains it to you or you watch a video or something. And it's even crazier than what you thought it was. But yeah, Um, the game that I really want to talk about, though, that I think I'm probably more in the audience for than a lot of people is that new Prince of Persia game. I love platformers, especially, like, action platformers. So also, but before you guys here, so I was saying the same thing as well. Because I, I, I didn't get to watch yeah, it because I was, like, sick. eight minutes late. And I thought it was going to be a third-person, like, open-world type shit. But no, nah, it's, it's like a side scroll. And then I was like, Yeah, oh, it's a side scroll and platform. It kind of brought me down a little bit because, like, you know, again, we're used to seeing all this open-world and all fucking 3D-type style combat, whatever. Because I remember there was, like, a Prince of Persia. I think it was Sands of Time that was 3D, right? Uh, Sands of Time 3D? Sands of Time is mad old. No. Yeah, Sense of Time was the first one, right? But yeah, but, yeah, but, but yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't two D though. It was three D. Like we just saw, I remember the guy fucking jumping from a platform to another one. God, that sounds. I so can't boring. remember. No, it was. It. I think it was a a side scroller. I gotta check. I, I'll I'll give us like Google after that in a bit. But um, yeah, I, I but it just looks dope. Earlier. Yeah, I watched some. Yeah, and I like it. I like how the character looks. I like it. Looks like they're gonna be very invested in the story. Like I'm all for it, man. Like I just hope it ain't seventy bucks, but. Yeah, exactly. Then exactly. again, you know, hey man, if the game is good, you know, I'm I'm all for it. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like you know, what's the yeah, I, every now and I then, right? Think about the price. I just kind of assumed it was going to be in that like fifty dollar range of games. Mm. But oh no, you're right. It Prince of Persia Sands of Times 3D, but it's like God of War kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, yeah. very yeah. linear. Yeah, wasn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Okay. Um, but, I mean, but yeah, this, this one's good. This one's good. I, I love how the main character looks, man. And yeah, I think the action looks really good. I hope the combat mm-hmm. is good. Y'all know I'm a gameplay over almost everything person. So I hope that the combat is good. It looks really cool. Um, all the little different enemies look really cool and different. So I'm definitely, I definitely am on the lookout for that. But talking about like open world games, I was telling them before the podcast started how fatigued I am of open world games and how that's mm. my fear for Spider-Man. Because the last two Spider-Man games were just, like, general open-world collect-a-thon type games. And I feel like this one needs to do something different outside of, yo, go take a picture of these things, go find these memories, go find these backpacks. Like, 
and unlock a cutscene for it. See, I need that, something I think else. That's, that's the issue, man. You just heard the guy say the map's going to be double the size, right? So that's all. Yeah, yeah right I'm not trying bro. to do a collectathon <laughs> across a double, across man. a doubly large thing with two characters. Now I got to go collect Peter shit and Miles's shit. Yeah, but it just but feels I mean, like you're sending me to do chores. But I mean, think, yeah. about hey, it, think about it this way, bro. Like, to be Spider-Man, you definitely need like a huge environment to be able to flourish, right? Because imagine Spider-Man fighting inside of a fucking building. It reminds me so much of the PlayStation One game, where, like there's like a big fog or something crazy going on on the ground, and like you were swinging from like building to building, right, just to fight guys in like a small little freaking rooftop. And then that was that was the game. Like that was it. You'd be fighting. You'd basically be playing Spider-Man's uh, close quarters combat. That's it. The entire fucking thing. Obviously, he fights with his fists, right? But you weren't able to be creative with the stuff that you can do. Having Yo, hear a me out. Environment is way better. At least. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you, Simon. I get where you're coming from. Uh, I think you're off base on this one though, because it's oh, wow. Spider-Man and the traveling on the the way web slinging feels in the Spider-Man game makes me totally fine with a collectathon because it gives me an excuse right. to just fucking travel around the city. Like I spent so much time forgetting that I have to do the main story because I just loved swinging. Like <laughs> no game, I've played every Spider-Man game, dude. No Spider-Man game captured swinging to mm. me like Spy the like first Spider-Man. Like, when that shit dropped, and the first time I got to, like, swing around New York, I was like, bro, I'm really Spider-Man right now. Like, my my fucking fiancé has a video of me on Snapchat where I'm literally, like, borderline tears talking about how sick it is to be Spider-Man. Like, that game was so nuts to me and how good they made yeah, it. Yeah, it hit that, like, and that's it hit that, like, child like wonder. On TV. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, dude, whatever excuse you need to give me to travel around the city, give I'm that there. shit to me because I'm doing it. <laughs> See, <laughs> I'm I just want a different in. one. That's all I want. I want a different one than like collect this, this, and this. So like even in Zelda, right? To me, obviously like the traversal is nowhere near as fun. But in Breath of the Wild, I loved exploring so much that I'd walk around the whole map just looking for shrines and doing side quests or whatever. Cause it meant that if I was doing one, I could service the other. But the way that they upgraded and updated the same mechanic to give me more incentive to explore in Tears of the Kingdom, I need them to do something of that nature because I've already done it twice. You know, like if I'd only done it once, maybe it would be different, but I did it for Peter and I did it for Miles and I'm not like, I don't know. I just want better side quests and better, maybe better collectathon elements instead of like non-collectathon elements. Okay. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I just I think that uh, every open world game is gonna definitely have some sort of collectathon. I would like uh, another like trials type um, aspect where you're just given like some combat thing that you have to do. I think those are really fun, and they that get ambushed and they gotta take care of like all the enemies and stuff like that. Or the little like side missions where it's like, oh, I'm in danger, and you go fucking save somebody or whatever. Like I'm cool with all that stuff because all that shit made me feel like Spider Man. Like I just want them to add stuff that makes me feel like Spider Man, and not like here's a temple like in Zelda, go clear it. Like that's not Spider Man to me. I need you to give me petty crimes to go save. Imagine, yeah, for sure. And I definitely Spider-Man want that with a moral meter. Oh, yeah, moral meter, meter would be cool. interesting, I guess. But like you be, for you me, turn, like you basically turn into Venom, like whenever you like, you're just like a fucking badass or ignore people or whatever. Um, what's the game that does that? Is that Web of Shadows that does that? 
Really? I, I think, think so. Spider-Man Web of Shadows did that, where the ending changes depending on how good you were or not. Um, so you either side with the the symbiotes that are attacking, and you and Black Cat live your symbiote sexy life together, or uh, you save the city. But mm. my thing is just like I'm not trying to. If it tells me to go around taking pictures of shit, and neither of us work at the Daily Bugle, I'm gonna be pissed. Cause like. What the fuck am I taking pictures for? This nigga Peter took pictures because he needed the job. Like he's not right. taking pictures for funsies. He doesn't hang pictures in his room. Neither does Miles. So like, give me something new. And I have faith that Insomniac understands that and will give me something new. Um, but it's Miles just a concern I needed to voice. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had picture taking. He had instead of backpacks, it was him and the secondary character who ended up being the villain. They hid little boxes of science shit around the city, so he had to do that. And then he had memories from Uncle Aaron. Uh, Huh? Weird. I don't like him having pictures. That's weird. I think they're going to keep the pictures, unfortunately, but I agree. I do think get rid of the pictures. Also, give me a photo mode update. The photo mode from uh, Peter to Miles' game was fire. I'm going to need a couple more things, you know? I need maybe one or two more light sources. The PS5 can handle it. Um, I'm trying to That's think of what else I would like in a new photo mode. Uh, obviously, quick switching through costumes. That was in the last game. But yeah, just make that photo mode sexy, Insomniac. I need that. I need that. That's one of my favorite things to do in these games. Let's I need make- to be punching somebody in the face and take a sexy photo while I do it. And be able to upload it quickly to like any like any social media or whatever. To everything. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I, I, I I'd be, I'd be seeing fucking... Like that. I be seeing Simon doing that shit all the time. <laughs> that shit is fun. Uh, I, I literally I made myself. Like, was the one making the videos, like when Spider Man is like jumping, jumping off a building, and it's like looking at his phone for like a Spotify song or whatever, and starts swinging. <laughs> I always thought that was yeah, Simon yeah. doing that shit. Check us out on uh, Twitter. There's a Twitter video up of that exact type of video um, <laughs> at OFC underscore Media. Mm. But yeah, is there anything else that you guys need to talk about before we get out of here? Oh yeah, I need that Spider-Man 2 uh, PS5 bundle. Like between that and That's, Final Fantasy VII, I am definitely buying a PS5 just for those two games. And yeah, I'm not sure. streaming none of those two. Off the fact alone that I want to enjoy it on my big ass fucking TV. That's it. Yeah, sir. Bad, bad, bad. I will say, uh, off Summer Game Fest, uh, Remnant 2 looks pretty good. Uh, the first one's pretty fun, see, especially see, with people. Yeah, but it, that's the thing. You said it right there. It's a game that I need friends to be like, hey, this game looks kind of cool. Let's buy it and play. And I'll buy that yeah, bitch. For sure. But if to yeah. buy it myself, uh, like, nah, man. Same thing with Baldur's Gate. Like, I'm not going to buy Baldur's Gate to play with myself because like, I'm fucking role playing by myself. It just feels Oh, good. I absolutely. Not when I'm playing with other Baldur's friends, it's so much fun because you can. <laughs> Because you can talk shit whenever they make mistakes. Like, for example, I was playing Divinity with a couple friends. I'm like, yo, I was just telling one of the guys, like, hey, don't go there. Like, don't be wandering by yourself. And he fucking ended up getting stomped by, like, freaking five guys or, like, a demon or some shit. And we just left him there. We just, like, he just had to fucking leave because, like, we were going to revive him because he wasn't fucking listening. So we just left him there for, like, that entire day. We just played the game, whatever. And then afterwards, we revived him. And, you know, we just got to where we were at and just saved and the next week, we just kept on playing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from with Divinity, especially. Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate plays differently, and I, I don't feel that way. Like, Baldur's Gate is <laughs> so focused on telling you, like, a true D&D story that I'm just, I'm ready to tap it. I'm going to just okay. play this right, shit out of fair. it. Uh, if, if it's, because I really thought, like, it was, like, the same creators or whatever. So, it's the same that, creators, that's, but, yeah. Oh, it is, but. Oh, so 
Okay. It's, a, it's like the gameplay style is different than Divinity. So you're basically trying to tell me that we're going to play at some point, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. All yes, right, I'm buying it. Absolutely. Right, yeah, man, I'm, done, I'm done. I'm buying that bitch. I got okay. you, dog. I got you. All right, we good. We good. All right, we good. I'm buying that bitch. <laughs> Easy. I bet. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say nah, other than this I is think, shaping uh, up. This is really shaping up to be one of the best years in gaming ever. Uh, uh, last month was uh, one of the best months in gaming ever. Mm-hmm. I swear. Like, think about it, bro. Right? We got the start of a new generation of fighting games in Street Fighter, which is an actual full-on video game, which it never has been. Right, we got Tears of the Kingdom, okay. which is fucking crazy. We got right. Diablo 4, which is nuts. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something that we got as well in the last couple I, I, months. I really hope Diablo 4 stands um, the test of time and Path of Exile we'll... 2 doesn't come and fucking just blow them out of the water. That is because nah. it, it not nah, because here's the thing. Remember, Path of Exile is a free to play fucking game, right? And like you don't really gotta put money into it to like actually enjoy the fucking game, right? That's only for cosmetics. And if Path of Exile just fucking does anything better than Blizzard at this point, well, Guilty Gears is anything better than Blizzard, it's gonna be a shitstorm. And I'm really rooting for 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 Diablo. Just I love Path of Exile, I love Guilty Gears, but I am rooting so much for Diablo to like be great you know bro i i'm bad bitches can be at the same party honestly yeah for for one i think that's true for two i think path of exile scratches an itch for like the hardcores that Mm. diablo's never gonna try to scratch and they'll never benefit from scratching it also i don't think path of exile but what if what if path of exile dumbs it down a little bit just enough so for people then they lose they lose to diablo Yeah, they lose to Diablo if they dumb it down, yeah. But people go to Path of Exile because of the the way that that game is more true to Diablo 2, right? Like right. the the hardcore's complaint about D4 right now is that it's not enough like D2. It's not it doesn't have all these PoE things, blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't think if you're PoE, you look at the D4 launch and go, that's our target audience because if you target the D4 audience, you now have to put a better story in. You have to make your gameplay feel better than D4, which right. I don't think they can do personally. Yeah. Like Blizzard but what, but what you think about it? Hard, hardcore people don't really give a shit about the story at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, right. which is why which, you don't want to market towards exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, it, the, the, the path for winning coming out this year or early next year. I don't know. Uh, I, th- I thought it was early next year. I, I really think they they, still, they might still have some time. They're gonna give out more stuff on July 28. Like we just gotta wait and see. But I really mm. feel like um they might probably end up having re- to release next year. And I'm all for it. The more time they take, the better. If, yeah, I don't yeah. think they got. We can get healthy competition between those two. And then it's a constant, like, you know, trying to be better than the other one. I'm all for it because, like, you know, we're, we're going to win at the end of the day, right? Right. I just, yeah. I just want, I just and that's just what I mean when I'm saying, like, there are all these great games on the horizon because, like, even mm-hmm. for my niche, like, Tekken 8 is going to come out either late this year or early next year. Right. Mortal Kombat's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, all these other games are getting big updates. Strive got a big update lately. Um, KOF got a huge update. Um, it's, and it's getting crossplay soon, so mm-hmm. I just feel like in all these different genres of games, we're gonna get like a game of the year competitor in all of these, right? So, in the Nintendo puzzle game category, we got one. In open world, we're gonna get one, hopefully with Spider Man. In fighting games, we're gonna get at least two. Um, I'm trying to think of other genres that Diablo. So in the dungeon crawler genre, we're gonna get one that's in that like game of the RPG year conversation. 
What came out this year also that felt like a game of the year contender? I feel like there was something else before this month. I can't remember what it was, though. Before this month? Vampire. Oh, Jedi Survivor. That's what I keep fucking forgetting about. I don't think that's in Goaty. I don't think it's in Goaty conversation, but I think that was a really good game. And so it'll probably get something around the action or the RPG area. Yeah. Whatever kind of gamer you are right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I think whatever kind of gamer you are right now, right. you have something great to go play. And so that's what I want to end this episode with is go play whatever your shit is. There's something out there for you. So go play that shit. Game yeah, and if you ain't game. found it, go play Diablo 4, dude. Yeah, and if, you, yeah. if you ain't found yeah. that either, man, hey, just search the Steam, uh, the Steam store. You'll probably find a good indie game to play. Yeah, or take a yeah. nap and wait till Spider-Man 2 because that shit's about to be game of the year. Fuck oh, everything yo, bro, else. Bro, that, that's a long ass nap. <laughs> oh, Hogwarts Legacy. We didn't. That's the game that we didn't fucking talk about. It, but Hogwarts Legacy came out this year. I'm not a fucking millennial be. dweeb. We're not. I'm not either. I don't want to talk about it. You know that shit's gonna be in there. Ten minutes. We out of here. Damn, bro. Fuck Damn. Legacy. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Trans Lives Matter. Peace, pussies. Oh my.